Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Beamer Distributors Blog Talk Show. This is your show. It's designed for all Beamer distributors across the country to provide you with the latest information, training, and current events. It's a live, interactive show where we value your participation. Just hit one on your phone and we'll open your line so you can ask questions and share information and testimonials. You'll hear from individuals who are experiencing amazing results in their business and with the use of their Beamer. But remember, this information of Beamer technology is not designed to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or ailment. These testimonials have not been evaluated or reviewed by the FDA. This call is for education only, and no medical or income claims are intended. This call is not put on by Beamer USA. It's just us, a group of independent Beamer distributors all helping one another. So grab a pen and paper, listen carefully, and get ready to learn and share. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Hello, and welcome, everyone, to Beamer Blog Talk Radio. I am Rainy Hale, so this is, of course, Horse Thursday. Couldn't be anything else. Um, Today is Thursday, December, this is hard for me to say, December 29th, 2022. It is going to be our last show of 2022. Um, We're going to be back with you 2023, but this is kind of a a fun last um, show of the year. So um, I'm happy to be with you all today. Um, Before I say hello to Cindy, I would like to remind everyone to please grab a pen and paper we're almost always going to have a website um, to look up, an event coming up, um, something important that you're going to want to write down. So be sure to be ready with a pen and paper so you can write that down. And please press 1 on your phone if you want to chat with us. If you have any questions, comments, testimonials, we'd really love to hear from you. As you know, it's a big part of our show is, is to hear from all of you. And likely if you have a question, somebody else does too. So uh, please share with us um, because... This is how this is how we all learn is by talking about it, and we want to be sure to talk about the things that you guys all want to talk about. So, um, with all that said, I'm going to say good morning to Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Good morning, Rainy. Good morning, everybody, and uh, happy almost New Year. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it is. It um, it is. December has really gone by quickly for me. I know that a lot of people agree with that, but. Um, it's just hard to keep up sometimes. So um, something that um, we just, you know, just a few things to talk about today specifically, but one of the things I'd really like to talk to is that we know that the most people um, catch blog talk um, as a replay off of the, um, you know, off of the archived uh, recordings, if you will. And so I I know that you have a lot of uh, customers that are using the Beamer horse set, and it it would be wonderful, particularly for those stories that you know that are really good ones, if you could you know see and you know approach some of your customers and even just to say if they could take five minutes out of their day to call in and share a testimonial with us that would be nice because we've been kind of shy on testimonials recently so um, it would be nice to have some new stories and um, and not put all that responsibility on us so um, please reach out to your customers because um, they have a lot to share as well um, I just have, you know, a quick one this week because um, 
it's been it's been such a weird weather week here. But um, <laughs> when we went out out to feed uh, one day, one of the geldings is you know he's he's uh, all blown up along above his uh, his mug. The heck is that? Is it a tooth? You know what's going on? And of course, it didn't seem to get in the way of his eating. So that wasn't wasn't uh, that was the first sign. It wasn't terrible, but so um, just you know, a fair amount of inflammation, and he did not want it being touched. So um, you know, that was a creative way to use the cuff, um, and it, it was kind of interesting to figure out how to be able to do it without having to flop <laughs> over his eyes. And uh, so it was one that, you know, even with, uh, you know, bailing twine and things, uh, this was one where it had to be held. And, um, (laughs) you know, he did get used to it. But, you know, fortunately, the swelling's gone. And uh, we think that it was probably that he got bit by something because he's the one who's always the prankster sticking his nose into places. You know, (laughs) I would have thought everything would have been frozen. But, you know, something probably bit him. But it was just an example to say, you know, um, that's why I call the Beamer the high-tech first aid kit. Um, It's something that I can do right away, you know, before I decide, well, do, you know, does this, you know, warrant a vet call and a visit? Um, Or is there something that I can try and do um, myself? Um, obviously, it was not an acute situation whatsoever, but um, that's one of the things that I rely on having beamers um, here when I have my horses at home, um, because you want to be able to do something right away and not, you know, not wait. So, you know, it was um, I was just glad to have that accessible to me, um, and you yeah, know, absolutely. That's a, that's a great. No, but that's a great story, and that's perfect. And just to be clear, because I know I know you feel this way, but I just want to make sure everyone knows this: we're not talking about Beamer being a replacement for veterinary care, um, but it is a great tool to have in addition to that. And it's something that sometimes you're just going to put it on, but you're also calling the vet, <laughs> you know, and yeah. it's just something that you're doing until they can get there. Because some people, you know, some of us live not not where a vet can get to us within you know the next twenty minutes or even hour. Um, and so sometimes it's just enough that's going to help until the till you can get a vet to you. But sometimes, um, like Cindy said, it's just a first aid kit, and you know we're going to try this and see if we get any benefit. And obviously, there was if there had been something like a tooth going on, yes, you're still going to want to do the beamer, but you're also going to call your vet. Um, so it's just a good right. maybe. Let's try this. Let's see if it if it helps. If it does, then it's probably not something that we need to call the vet for but definitely something to keep an eye on. So um, it's one of those great those great tools of like, let's try this and see what happens and then go from there. Um, and so I, lo- I love that story because all of us have had stuff like that, whether we're talking about ourselves or, our, you know, our, our horses or, or whatever it might be of like, there's something. Off-label animal. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Off-label animal usage, yes. Yes. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, definitely off-label animal uses. I mean, I can't keep my dog off it. He'll fight me for right. for for time on Beamer with me, but it's not like I'm intentionally doing it. But yeah, um, good luck if you have if you have a human unit keeping your um, <laughs> home animals off it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, yeah really. definitely that's off-label use. But um, but obviously, you know, we all um, you know, if we've all have stories of 
trying to trying to be able to <laughs> do a beamer without being covered in animals. So, um, yeah, yeah. Maybe we so, should talk um, about so, that just for a minute about just the concept because okay. I'm not sure that people understand. You know, when they go, "What do you mean off label? What is that?" And so we want to remember that the you know the beamer horse set is a registered animal um, medical device for horses specifically. And the research was done around the horse's physiology. And um, so that even though the beamer signal is the same, it is configured differently. The time, the the duration of the sessions are different. The pattern of um, uh, what intensities are involved are different. Um, than certain as compared to the human unit, but they were specifically targeted for horses. Now, that doesn't, and, and so it means from a marketing perspective that we're only allowed to market and recommend because our research is applicable to horses. What people, and yet we know, you know, everybody or most people know people who have horses and they put them on XYZ other animals. Um, because we also know that, you know, that Beamer is very low intensities and uh, low frequencies, so it's gentle and safe, but it's not, but we don't have any kind of research that corroborates that on other animals. And so that's why what we say is um, we're certainly aware of off-label usage, but it's not something that you can do for marketing purposes to say, oh, yeah, you just buy the human set and you can put it on your horse and your camel and your dog and your sheep and blah, blah, blah. No. Um, that's why our research is specific to certain species. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's just the context of off-label. It doesn't necessarily mean that, that horses, you know, that other animals could be hurt or helped. We just don't have scientific proof, and we're a medical device. So you need to be kind of aware of that distinction. Is there anything that you can add to that, Rainy? No, I mean, that's perfect. It's, it's, and, and you hear us talking about it. You're going to hear your, your customers talk about it, um, you know, whether, you, whether it's a, you know, you're doing a horse session and a cat jumps on and sits on the butt of the horse, or you have human session, you know, human unit and, every barn cat you have in the barn is coming to sit on your lap while you're doing a session in a barn or like me who can't get my dog and I have a 140 pound dog off the top of me (laughs) while I'm doing my beamer. Um, We're going to hear stories about that all the time. Um, And so, and inevitably you're going to have a customer say, can I use this on my cat, dog, whatever cow? And, and so that conversation is going to come up because it is just going to happen in people's lives, your customers and your, your other IBDs. So it is an important thing to, to be able to answer um, as far as, you know, that it's, that is off-label use. And so you can't give any advice how to use it. You can't talk about using it for any specific things, but yes, the reality is you're not going to probably keep your cat off your Beamer. <laughs> um, and it's, yeah, and, really. you know, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. and so those are, it's just an important subject to talk about, to be able to talk to your customers about of, um, you know, it is, it is off-label use. So I can't recommend you use it. I can't tell you how to use it, but, um, I can also tell you that, um, you know, I can't keep my cat off it and, you know, and, and, you know, you know, there, there are, are people who 
who will use it that way. And you can't tell people how they can use something after you can't say you absolutely after cannot have your yeah. cat on this product after they buy it from you. You can't tell somebody that. You can just tell them, you know, it's it's um, not designed for that, and I can't give you any advice on it. So, absolutely, yeah, and and that kind of segues into a couple things I was going to bring up out of uh, off of the IBD Facebook page. One was um, that you know a question was posed for saying. Um, you know, uh, they were asking about insurance, but say, you know, uh, do you carry insurance, you know, for treating horses? And what I want to remind, <laughs> unless you are a licensed veterinarian or professional, such as that, um, that you don't treat anything. Um, and you do not want to be construed as practicing veterinary medicine without a license. So it really is a matter of, it's, and this is the same with the human units as well. Um, if you're not a doctor or licensed um, in that capacity. Um, because um, we say in our disclaimers, Beamer doesn't heal, treat, cure, diagnose. But, you know, um, sometimes word habits are hard to break. So just keep in mind that, you know, you don't treat a horse. Um, you can apply the blanket, you can offer sessions, you can use it on a horse, but you don't treat them. And so, I, you know, just to the extent you can eliminate that word from your vocabulary, that will keep you out of trouble. And that brings up the fact that sometimes people say, um, well, you know, is there an equine disclaimer? Um, and yes, there absolutely is. And you can find these in your back office in the distributor library, different sections. Um, one, they, what they've done towards the end of last year was to combine the disclaimer for horses and humans, which kind of makes it easy if um, you're doing <clears throat> offering a demo session to the owner um, on the human unit and while you're also doing the horse. Um, that, that makes it easy. Um, but you want to make sure that you are being um, that you are getting these disclaimers signed and that you keep them. I had one of my distributors have occasion to go back three or four years and dig up a disclaimer. Um, and it's very, very handy that she could put her hands on it. So, you know, keep those in um, a safe place. There's a process by which you can do this online. I haven't done that personally, um, where the company retains it, but then I don't know that I, I haven't heard how easy it is to um, access it yourself if the company retains it for you. So that's why I haven't pursued it. If anybody's had experience with that, um, it's kind of is nice from a record-keeping point of view, but I'm a, enough of a control freak to say I want to know where it is and put my hands on it. So <laughs> if anybody has, has experienced that, that would be good to call in. But So please don't treat. Um, and you want to make sure when you put any posts, anything out there, that you're not um, – even if you're talking about your own horse, um, that, that that's not a word that you use. Um, but then moving on to their question of saying, you know, do you have insurance? And we talk, this is always an issue. Um, you know, people always ask this in, you know, events that we have or academies. Um, people, those of you who are practitioners, you probably have uh, business insurance already. 
if in fact you do not have a horse related business or <clears throat> where you're you know doing a, you know massage or some other kind of techniques um you know beamer recommends that people choose uh, you know that you have um some business or liability insurance so if you have existing insurance you could expand it to cover um beamer if you don't have any insurance you want to look into it remember you are an independent distributor in business for yourself and that just makes a good business sense i think make sure that you're using the disclaimers and that you you know some states are more um likely more prone to uh, litigation than others so um absolutely i will tell you that i've had you know i've had um I set up a, a limited liability company and I do have um liability insurance which knock on wood I hope I never have to test. Um but I um and there's a lot of different providers and that's a good question on the Facebook um IBD group to you know get input from people as to what um carriers they recommend. Um but you know that's a choice for you to make personally and um it's something that the company recommends but does not require now if you are if you are in the circumstance where you're going to want to be um become a vendor or a service provider at shows certainly all the shows that I've gone to unless it's just you know the neighborhood you know very very local small 4H or something almost every show is going to require that you provide evidence uh and give a um an insurance binder in favor of the event organizer for the specific dates of that event. So you need to be aware that 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 is um typically a requirement when you become a vendor. Um and even if you were just going on the show grounds to um you know it depends on how large the event is, but if you were going to provide sessions to clients that you had prearranged before the show sometimes you know um you always want to check with the show office so that they know that you're there not just kind of uh you know a mystery guest if you will but they get to dictate what happens on their premises under their venue so um sometimes there are requirements in that regard too um the liability insurance is something you definitely want to check out it's not terribly expensive but it's something that that uh, you want to arrange in advance. Um Rainy, do you have any um anything to add to that? Excuse me. I don't have anything to add, but I have the exact same thing, you know, for my for my Beamer, you know, business, I set up um an LLC because we originally had it through the the veterinary clinic <clears throat> when we first started, and then my dad sold that practice, so we kind of had to transfer it over to an LLC. Um and so that's what I did, and then so I have insurance for that i think it's just best practice i just think it's the smart thing to do like you said from a business standpoint um and of course if you're going to go certain places they're going to require it so um i i think it's just a good idea and there if you go to that facebook page <clears throat> there's some really good conversation on it there's some people that have given examples of the um the type that they use and you know the like the the name of the company that they use so so there is examples there if people are looking looking for that so definitely something i as well do and would recommend to anybody yeah yeah so um <clears throat> the other thing that came up out of the um 
Facebook page was, uh, and there's been a couple of questions around this, and this one says, you know, is it safe to use Beamer on an eight-month-old horse? Um, well, and the first thing that I always want to say is, <clears throat> you know, that's a real generic question, and I know the focus is on the age, but I always look at the bigger picture and go, well, you know, is, is are there conditions or problems going on with that horse already, you know, even when it's eight months old, so that it's under, um, that it might be under some kind of a veterinary or other care? Um, if so, you definitely want to coordinate beamer use in that regard, and that was something that you would expect the owner to to um, <clears throat> be active with. But in terms of just the age itself, there is no contraindications related to age with using the beamer horse set. And we do know, even though, um, again, um, pregnancies can have lots of issues. We do know that there's a number of people out there who've used <clears throat> used Beamer entirely through the through the pregnancy, as long as you know. You know and that would be something that um, I would hope that their veterinarian was aware of. Um, but um, and, and they didn't say you know what the what the issue was that they were working on or that they wanted to use this on for a horse but we we do know and this is why being part of that ibd group is kind of handy because you see there's some answers there where people talk about um um having a whole routine as as a small breeder of working with young horses um uh, from a very young age with the beamer, and that helps with uh, their training in terms of uh, halter training, for example. Um, and we've had um, um, Francine Accord Brown has been on. Um, it's been a while now, um, yeah. but where she talked about that on Blog Talk before. Um, and you see some other people that say that they've used both of the blanket and um, and also the cuff. Um, and so the idea is. With an eight-month-old horse, and let's say that you're just someone providing sessions and the owner wants to use this, well, you know, some considerations are, you know, this is still pretty young. Now, that an eight-month-old horse, depending on the breed, could still be a pretty sizable animal. You don't know if they've ever had, ever had a blanket on them, ever. Um, and so um, those are some questions, and that's the one thing that you'd want to work very carefully and gently um, with that owner uh, in approaching the horse. So there's different circumstances because the animal is younger and, um, you know, it depends on their temperament. You know, they might not, they might be real skittish or they might be very mellow. So there's a lot of variables, um, you know, that could come up with a younger horse that you want to be aware of, but there is no reason to not be able to use the beamer. Um, I'm always on the side of caution, and so I would always recommend, well, we always say that you start with program one anyway, that's the lower intensity, and I sure wouldn't <clears throat> just presume, oh, yeah, let's throw the blanket on, we can put the cuffs on, and, you know, you could have a little little rodeo in that barn that you didn't anticipate. So. <laughs> Um, um, I, I recommend, you know, try, trying things one thing at a time and, you know, maybe the cups don't need to be used. I certainly wouldn't do them the first time. So a lot of ifs, um, but there's no reason that 
physically that you could not use that. So, Rainey, have you used this with younger horses, just in your experience? Yeah, uh, definitely I have. Um, I, I don't know... Um... I don't know, maybe not quite as young as eight months, but I certainly have had um, customers use it on um, younger foals. Um, I think through the clinic, about a year was the youngest one that I've um, done sessions for, like, you know, that they've actually asked me to come out and do sessions for. Um, But certainly I have um, clients, clients and customers and other distributors that have used them on young ones. And, you know, some of my answers to these, when I get these questions, you know, you know, the pregnant mare or the, the foals or, you know, things like that is it, for me, it just comes down to, again, similar to what we were talking about before, kind of just a liability. You want to make sure you're, you're crossing your, your T's and <clears throat> dotting your I's and doing things the right way as far as working with vets and things like that. But if it came down to it and it was my pregnant mare or my foal, the answer is I would be putting it on them every day. <clears throat> so sometimes that, for yeah. me, that's the best answer I can give people is if it was my horse, I'd be using it every day. Um, but, you know, Cindy said there's buts and ifs and you want to make sure that you're, you're, you're clear with that too. So. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it comes back to the standard <clears throat> Beamer answer. It depends. <laughs> yep. The frustrating but so, accurate answer. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we forget. So, um, okay, so, and this whole business question, you know, about, uh, you know, insurance, et cetera, there's another question that came out about uh, licensing. And um, if you're just going to um, provide sessions. And I think. Um, that's a good, it depends answer. It depends what state you live in, what their requirements might be for hands-on work. Um, And uh, to what extent, you know, that's going to take some research on your part to say, I, I, in my experience, um, I've, you know, I have, I have, um, as I said, you know, the LLC as well as, um, business liability insurance, but I don't have a license per se. Um, And uh, that would be an interesting question. Uh, But I see from the responses that a lot of people are saying, you know, I'd like to know about this too. Um, And the person who posed the question said they're not doing anything else but offering Beamer sessions. So I think it really rolls back into... um, what state you're operating under, and what kinds of requirements they may have. And that's going to take some digging around to figure out. Um, And so um, I just want to point that out. I haven't ever seen that question before about licensing. Yeah, um, um, and you know, we we know that we know that Beamer doesn't require any kind of licensing or anything to operate or to use or to do sessions. So uh, from that perspective, you don't definitely don't need to. But it's a good idea to look into what your state's requirements are and make sure there's not something special you need. I, I can't imagine that if you if you had an LLC set up and you had insurance, like for example, I've got more than liability. I have like a, a business plan of insurance. Um, and something that we didn't talk about, but probably should also is is insure in because on on my insurance is um, I insure all my units too because of for damage because mm-hmm. I have rentals and things like that and so that's something to think about I know there are people um, that 
um, add it to their homeowner's insurance, and you can certainly do that. But if you have an actual like business and business insurance, I would certainly line item each of your units um, to be able to, you know, because it's an investment for you. So if, you know, if you have a rental and it gets damaged, hopefully you've got a contract with that person and, and they will pay for those um, damages. But you never know. Sometimes it's you, you know, that you are out doing sessions on a, you know, horse and something happens and something gets broken or stepped on or who knows. Um, so definitely a good idea to have your units individually covered as well. So, yeah, and schedules so that, you know, it's much easier to, you know, say I've got these four units, for example, and, and you know, that's another reason for needing the serial number um, to identify each one. And um, you've seen that the brand, the, one of the um, little enhancements that Beamer has just added is both on is on um, a little white area on the inside of the cuffs as well as on the blanket where you can write in either your name or if uh, you could put on the serial number on there that would be great um, if you have uh, tiny writing <laughs> but <laughs> you want one when you have more than one unit um, I'll tell you sometimes it's a challenge to see what goes back in the bag you know and you know do I have two left cuffs or, you know, do these cuffs go with that blanket? And um, it's just really nice to be able to keep them straight when you have more than one. So definitely, um, yeah. I, I learned my lesson on that with my human unit, too, because you want to remember which, you know, which which set this B pad goes with or this B spot. Um, and so figuring out a way to, to label yours. I have I have my system now, but I didn't in the beginning. So there's a there's a couple in the beginning where I'm like, this could be for either set. I don't remember which one it's for. Yeah, I know. Um, Me too. I did the so, same thing. I wasn't careful enough. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, so another question just to review. We've talked about this before, but someone's asking um, what happens when, you know, when you go to turn on your unit and the red light is on. Um, yep. And if you, um, and then it flashes yellow when it's plugged in. Well, red light means you need, you definitely, you're out of juice, the battery's not gonna work, you're gonna need to charge it. And when you, and when you start to charge it, it will be that kind of orangish yellow um, light. Um, that still is in a state of saying, you know, this is really, really low on charge. Um, and then, you know, you've got the three green bars that show you the battery status. And then they'll start just gradually at, um, you know, to see one green bar. So you're about uh, a third charged. Now, if in fact there is, um, you know, you can't get it, um, it doesn't change from green uh, into green, then we publish this all the time, uh, and it's in the library on the Facebook page, but you want to the uh, battery reset, the factory reset, and this is what they, you, if you called into customer service, they would recommend that you, <clears throat> um, if you have difficulty with the batteries at all and recharging, you want to press and hold any one of the three buttons for at least 30 seconds and and the charger is not connected at this point in time so you're just you know holding one of the buttons down for 30 seconds then you plug the charger in and make sure that it's into an outlet that works um, so the 
battery controller is plugged in and charged, and you allow at least two hours of uninterrupted charge time. And after at least two hours, check to see if the indicator lights have started to progress so that you're into the green zone. And um, in almost every case where I've heard that happen, and sometimes, you know, the, the battery's red because it's really cold and uh, you might not have used it for a couple of days. And, you know, um, in extreme temperatures, the battery runs down faster is what I found. So you might be surprised to say, oh, I'm going to go use it. Whoops, it's red. Well, know that if you do the factory reset, you're going to have at least two hours of uh, uh, waiting. But, you know, it, again, press and hold it for 30 seconds before it's plugged in. Um, plug in the charger, leave it for at least two hours and see what's happening. It is possible to replace the battery. I know that in all the units that I've had, I've only, um, I've never had to do it personally and only one of my customers has had to. That battery can only be replaced through the company. Um, and as I understand, there's, um, you know, the repairs and things like that are being handled, I believe, out of uh, a location in Minnesota at this point in time. Um, in probably Minneapolis. So, um, but you do have to arrange through our customer service to um, be able to send the unit back. And there is a charge for, for having, if in fact the battery does have to be replaced, there's a charge. And it's generally somewhere around $450 plus the, um, plus the shipping to be able to replace that battery. So, um, there's a whole process for doing that. But, but these batteries are designed for long-term use. And once, if you have a full charge on a battery, it should be able to run for at least three and a half hours of theoretically continual use. So it shouldn't have to be charged a lot. And it's good to run it down, you know, not to the red zone. Um, and it's not all the way to where it's flashing orange at you either. But you know, it's good to, uh, you don't need to charge it every night for sure. So I just wanted to point out about the factory reset and that um, that's something that whenever I sell a unit, I make sure the owner has that. You can go into the library feature of the Facebook page and you can share that with uh, people. So, um Again, when you have a customer, you want to be able to provide them with valuable information on an ongoing basis and telling them how to, you know, keep the battery operating for its best and longest use. Uh, these are some of the things that you want to share with them. Oh. Doesn't anybody want to talk to us, Rainey? No, we had somebody, I think it was Sandra, that was, that was wanting to talk to us, but I think um, I, we lost her. So, um, but other than that, nobody wants to talk to us. They just want to hear us talk today, but we have, you know, used the half an hour. So if nobody has any questions or wants to tell us anything and we've, um, we've definitely filled our time. So, um, yeah, I guess nobody wants to chat with us today, but we answered some questions that I think a lot of people have. And a lot of my newer distributors, um, always have these questions too. So I think they're really worthwhile talking about and addressing because they will be things that come up. Um, either for yourself or as you as you build a team and your new IBDs are going to be asking you these questions too. So um, good things to talk about and really get into. So 
these are the things we love to talk about on this show. So things that you guys either either honestly put questions into into the Facebook page that people want to answer, and then we're going to just queue on and, and make sure we bring up here too is great. But if you actually have, like Cindy said, you know, a lot of our listeners don't listen to live; they listen to our recordings. So if you have questions or things you want us to talk about, just um, give us a message through that Facebook page um, and just say, you know, this is something I was wanting some more information on, hoping you could talk about it on Blog Talk would be wonderful. Because like I said in the beginning, we would really love to talk about the things that you guys want to hear. Um, if you have questions, likely somebody else does too. And we would love to be able to talk about those things and address them. And, and we can, we, you know, with all of our different, you know, between um, Cindy and I and when Tiff is on, we all have different perspectives um, and different things that we've done and different ways we use Beamer, um, different in, in our businesses and other. And so we have some good perspectives that we can share with you, but we need to know what you want to hear about. So please um, let us know what that is. Um, okay. Well, I, I have any, something any just words, quick Cindy? to add. Yeah, yeah, last yeah, words because this is just kind of a an add-on to what we were talking about in terms of not treating just doing sessions. Do you need insurance? You know, get a license, whichever, depending on states. But that's one of the reasons why um, we recommend, unless unless uh, you know differently for your state or you are licensed as a medical veterinarian. Um, that you have the owner or the handler apply the unit because then you, um, you know, you are not the one who is doing the application of this uh, medical device. So um, that's always the, um, you can still have a business to provide sessions, but you can have the person who's responsible for the horse actually put it on and use it. And there's an added advantage to um, to having this done um, by the owner or the handler or the trainer or whoever you're working with is because they see, you know, how light the blanket is, how easy it is to work. So you're kind of pre-programming them to say, wow, this is an easy-to-use um, kind of a system that's very user-friendly. Um, and then that gets you out of the loop of saying, uh, somebody could say, you know, that you were... Um, doing something that may not be allowed in your state. So um, that's one of the reasons why we always recommend that. We all uh, certainly recommend that if you're not familiar with horses, you know, you want to explain how to do it and let them, the people who are familiar with that horse, be able to do the application. And then um, the horse doesn't have to be nervous that that they're standing next to you being nervous. So you can um, just create a much better environment under those circumstances. But um, I forgot to mention that before. So that was; those are my final words. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and a good thing to bring up. It's something we do talk about on this show all the time. But um, yeah, if you it, either if you don't know the requirements or if that is the requirement, either way, you're you're covering yourself um, and just not doing it. But in addition, yes, you are letting the, you know, the, the potential customer see, oh, that is really light. And that is easy to put on. Um, you know, and, and, you know, not only are you showing them how light and easy it is, but you're also, you know, training at the same time, you know, you're showing them how to use it. Um, so that will save you time in the future too. So yeah, great additions. Thanks, Cindy. Um, okay. Well, we, um, we're, it's time for us to go for the day. 
uh, be sure to tune in to all of the other blog talks. They're doing great things on other days. But we're going to meet you here, of course, back next Thursday to talk about horses. Um, and it's going to be 2023. So let's start the year off great. Um, and let us know what you want to talk about because we want to we want to hear what that is. So thanks, everyone, for listening, um, both live and to the recordings. And we'll meet you here back next Thursday. Thanks, everyone. Have such a great week and yeah. happy new year. Yeah, a safe New Year's. Yes. Bye, everybody. You and your horses. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye. Today's show was brought to you by an independent group of Beamer distributors who are committed to helping you find success in your business. We're all part of a bigger mission to bring this amazing technology to a market that so desperately needs it. We'll be back again really soon. Until then, here's to your health. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.